Welcome to the Senior Dog Revolution, where we discuss how to give our senior dogs the best life they deserve, where age is just a number and health and happiness of our senior pets is a priority. Hello, senior dog pet parents. I hope you guys are doing well. This is Dr. Monica Tarantino. Thank you guys for being here so much. If this is your first time joining, welcome. I'm so excited to have you. If you're one of the regular listeners, thank you for being back. Uh, This week, we're going to talk about hearing loss in older dogs. And this is a really important topic because oftentimes when hearing loss actually sets into our older dogs, it can be a little bit traumatic for our dogs. So for some of them, they start developing anxiety. There's a bit of transition period. And I want to talk to you guys about that so you guys will know about it and be able to help your senior dog if they're going through this. Today, what we're going to focus on, why hearing loss occurs in older dogs. We'll go through a couple different causes because it's not always age related. Sometimes there's other causes. We'll talk about the signs of hearing loss and then we will finish up with what to do if you notice hearing loss in your dog. And then next week, we're going to focus on the treatment and the techniques that I use to help manage an older dog that used to have hearing but now doesn't have it so well. The first and most common cause of hearing loss in senior dogs is age-related hearing loss. And this will be what we'll focus most of our conversation on today. So age-related hearing loss in our dogs has been shown to be largely comparative to age-related hearing loss in older humans in that it's a degenerative process. The assumption is that there are multiple factors that actually come together that cause this age-related hearing loss in your pets. So things like aging of the hearing mechanism and innervation of the inner ear, environmental factors, genes, and then the influence of other health conditions that your pet may have as well. So as our dogs get older, these morphologic changes start occurring to their ears and hearing dysfunction occurs. The age at which it actually starts is not consistent. But I will say that in general, I start seeing owners asking me about it at age 9 or 10. But many owners don't notice it until far later than that. People come across this type of hearing loss in different ways. One of my clients who has a really well-trained golden retriever uh, was playing fetch with him. Every now and then, after about 15 or 20 minutes into their game, he likes to play this game where he would drop the ball and just kind of linger by like a nice row of bushes or a smelly spot on the grass. And he'd actually wait for his owner to call him. And then as soon as he heard her call him, he'd quickly grab his ball and come shooting back to the owner. And it was this little game that he loved to play with her. Well, one day they had played fetch for about 15 minutes and Trevor the Golden started doing that game again. Only when the owner called him, he didn't return. She moved closer to him and called him again and And he still didn't come and kept sniffing and she got annoyed. And so she walked over there to grab him and Trevor was completely startled and scared, almost like he had never heard her and was super confused as to why she was so mad at him. Well, it turns out he actually did not hear her. So Trevor's hearing had been going and the owner didn't really notice it. When she looks back now, she can actually remember some signs of this. But at the time, it seemed like such a shock that moment, that moment, which was a big moment of realization for her that something wasn't right. One of the interesting things about age-related hearing loss is that our dogs will actually lose their hearing of high-frequency noises first. And this is true in both people and dogs. So maybe a whistle that you used to give your dog, now they're no longer coming back as quickly when you do that. The owner and her dog, Trevor, that I just talked to you guys about, thinks that actually Trevor probably has some partial hearing loss because he can still hear her in certain situations. And what we think is that her voice is actually pretty high pitched. (laughs) So we think that when she talks in a little bit of a lower voice, he's able to hear some of what she's saying. I don't know if you guys do this, but I like to clap when I try to get one of my naughty senior dog's attention. And it's just like a habit that I have. So I, I have this husky 
Husky mix named Jose Jalapeno. I've talked to you guys about him before. He's a seven-year-old Husky golden retriever, and he's now classified as an early senior dog. But his situation is a lot different than what I had described with Trevor. Jose can hear fine. He just doesn't listen to me. So our backyard is fenced, and behind our fence line, there's actually a giant golf course. And Jose loves to bark at the dogs and the people that are walking their dogs on the golf course in the evening. And so I'm always, it's this game we play. I like let them out. He starts barking and then I'm like desperately trying to get them to come back in. And so I will open the door and I will call to all the dogs. All of the other dogs who can't even hear well will come back into the house. This includes Becca and I clap and Becca can hear claps. And Jose, who can definitely hear me just fine, will turn around and look at me recognizes I'm there calling him and then just turns back around and starts barking again until, until I yell out the word cookies at him. So if I'm like, Jose, cookies, he all of a sudden looks one more time at me, takes like thinks about if he really wants to come in or not, and then he'll start sprinting back towards me. I don't know if you guys have naughty creatures like my Jose Jalapeno that are bullheaded, but God bless the time when he actually starts developing age-related hearing loss. Hopefully no time soon, but I know that at some point he will. The last thing I want you guys to know about age-related hearing loss is that more often than not, it seems to be a surprise to people when it comes on. So it seems as if it was all of a sudden a real sudden change. So your dog was listening just fine yesterday, and then today, all of a sudden they can't hear. We actually think that that's really not the case, that it oftentimes seems like that to owners. But part of the reason why it seems like that is that dogs have such better hearing than people that oftentimes we actually don't even recognize that they're losing their hearing until it's way late in the game. So the thought is that even though it seemed like it was surprised that one day, that one time, they probably have had some partial deafness occurring for quite a bit of time leading up to that. The next thing that I've seen cause hearing loss in older dogs is medication-induced hearing loss. And this actually happened to my own dog, Frodo Baggins Tarantino, the Westie that I mentioned before, the love of my life. So if you guys have ever met a West Highland Terrier, they are quite an exuberant bunch. They basically look like a white version of Toto from Wizard of Oz, and they're squat, and they're gruff looking. And ironically, even though we named Frodo, Frodo Baggins, uh, after the Hobbit from Lord of the Rings, he actually was way more like gruff and huffy, more like Gimli, who was the head of dwarf in Lord of the Rings. I always felt like we should have named him Gimli, because like Gimli in the show was always like huffing and perturbed about something, and that's exactly what Frodo was like. He's just always like, you know, up to no good, basically. So in vet school, I lived in a little apartment that had a couch by the window, and Frodo decided that the back of that couch, which was eye level with the ground outside, was where he would hang out and patrol for any strangers and bark at them. And he'd wait there for me uh, to come home. And one time in vet school, he actually got an ear infection. And so we started treating him with a really common medication that we use to help get rid of that ear infection. And it started working really quickly. But a few days later, I remember coming home from school and Frodo wasn't at the top of the couch. I thought that was weird. So I walked into the house and down the stairs and usually by then he's like greeted me, still not there. I go into the living room and I see him laying and sleeping on the couch. And it was weird because he hadn't even heard me like walk in the door, shut the door, put my bag down and he was still sleeping. And at this point, my heart was just kind of pounding. So I walked up to him and touched him and he jerked up. He hadn't even heard me come home. And so I let him out and my mind just was racing as to kind of what was going on. And the only thing that was new was that he was on these new ear medications. He seemed super super normal otherwise, was hungry, was had good energy, but he couldn't hear me when I called his name. I confirmed with the veterinarian that was treating him for it, and we agreed that we thought it was the, the ear medications. We stopped those ear meds, and he was probably at about 10 years old at that time. We stopped those ear meds. The good thing with most 
medication-induced hearing loss is that the majority of the time it comes back. Now, Frodo's came back probably about 75% of normal, but you know, I don't know if he already had hearing loss to begin with prior to that medication starting anyways, but his did come back. But that is one other phenomenon that I've seen that can cause hearing loss. So recently I had a really funny experience where I had a, a three-year-old golden doodle come in to see me at the clinic and he was brought in because he couldn't hear. And there's different causes I think about for younger dogs. But, you know, I, I looked in the dog's ear. I checked it for an infection under the microscope to see if I could see an infection. There was nothing there. The ears looked really, really good. But when I looked in there, I noticed that there seemed to be this kind of gel at the bottom of the ear canal, which is really weird. I asked the owners, you know, hey, have you guys been putting anything in his ears? And they're like, no, 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 we haven't. Um, the only thing is that the, the dad the dad who wasn't there, the dad's actually been cleaning them. And so I went back into his record and I couldn't find an ear cleaner, but I knew we dispensed the medication about eight months before. She said that it wasn't the ear medicine, it was the ear cleaner, but I, I asked her to call her husband. And sure enough, her husband was actually putting these eardrops into the dog's ear. And I don't know how often he was doing it. I wasn't really clear on that. But what had happened was the dad thought that the dog had an ear infection. It was just putting these drops in. And for whatever reason, the second time around, these drops actually caused a, a hearing loss in their dog. And so I sent him home with a flush and the dog's hearing is back to normal now which is fantastic, but there is a medication and it's in this class of drugs called aminoglycosides. And it's a super commonly used ear medicine that can cause this. And so I've used it, I mean, I, I use it all the time still because it's one of the best ear medicines to get rid of ear infections related to certain types of bacteria and certain types of yeast really quickly. And I have seen it in my career after treating thousands of dogs for ear infections at this point. I've seen it four times total. It does happen, doesn't usually occur. Just as a caution, with anything that you put into a dog's ear, you could theoretically have hearing loss from it. So this complication is rare when it happens, but once you've gone through it, you'll never forget it. So I always warn owners about this when I send them home with medication, just because I know how it felt when it happened to me and my dog. Most of the time, like I said, the hearing comes back and most of the dogs do fantastic regardless. The third thing that I'll talk about is just other ear disease. So there are times when it's really not the medication. There's actually just some significant disease in the inner ear or middle ear that's causing there to be hair loss in an older dog. So it can be anything from infection to inflammation and cancer, which is why I always want you guys to bring your pet in when you notice hearing loss. The dog needs an exam when you notice this. I need to look into those dog's ears and make sure there's not something else going on in that ear, such as a really severe infection causing hearing loss or you know a tumor or anything like that going on. So always bring them into your vet for us to take a peek inside those ears. The fourth and final cause of hearing loss is noise-induced hearing loss. So just as in humans, loud noises can also harm the delicate structures of a dog's middle and inner ear. We actually see noise tend to harm the hair cells that line the cochlea that vibrate in response to sound waves. However, extreme noise may actually damage the eardrum and the small bones within the inner ear too. We think about this uh, as far as dogs go in, in relation especially to our military working dogs or to our hunting dogs. I also worry about it a lot with our shelter dogs because if you've ever been into a shelter or kennels, the barking that goes on in those places is very, very loud. And oftentimes it goes on for hours. So especially if you've got an extended period of time near very loud noise, that can certainly be an issue for some dogs. And the barking is more likely to occur in situations like shelters because it can be a stress response for dogs. What do you do if you notice hearing loss in an older pet? Well, you bring them into your vet. And you bring them in if you notice it at any age, because I need to look in those ears and make sure I don't see something we can treat like an ear infection, which I have to actually look for via a cytology on the microscope. 
I know that different breeds are prone to different ear disorders as well. King Charles Cavalier Spaniels in particular are prone to a syndrome where they can develop pus behind their eardrums. And really the only way to actually diagnose that is to have them go in for advanced imaging or a marangotomy where you can actually slice through the eardrum and clean out to see if there's any material behind the eardrum that's preventing them from hearing. These are highly specialized procedures. So let's go through just a list of the signs of hearing loss in older dogs, because I want you guys to know this so you can start being on the lookout for it with your pet. The first one is startling at a touch, and my senior dog, Becca, does this every day. So we'll talk about ways we can approach them to wake them really gently when their hearing loss goes. Not responding when called. Sleeping through sounds or not seeming to respond to sounds you'd expect a response to, such as a doorbell, a knock, a car pulling up. Confusion and lack of response when given previously trained vocal commands. Startling at loud sounds that in the past were not an issue, meaning like if you drop your keys or an owner sneezing, a clap. And this one is important because sometimes with hearing loss, there is a decrease in their ability to hear average intensity noises while an increased sensitivity to loud sounds. The tendency to startle or snap when woken or touched. Disorientation, agitation, or confusion in familiar settings difficulty waking the dog when sleeping. So how do we diagnose hearing loss in our pets? There are a couple of things that we will often do in order to help diagnose hearing loss and rule out other diseases. The first thing your veterinarian will do is to take a look in both of the ears using their otoscope, which allows us to assess the eardrum in most cases and make sure that visually everything appears normal. Oftentimes, they may suggest a test called a cytology that will allow them to evaluate if there's any infection in the external ear canal. After that, I will do little tests in the room to see if the pet can or cannot hear me, which may include clapping and other noises at varying frequencies at different distances to assess if hearing loss is present. If we need further testing done to see if a pet can truly hear and what they can or cannot hear and in which ear, we can refer them to a neurologist or a vet university that will use something called a brainstem auditory evoked response test. This test is honestly not really pursued very often in older dogs because we know that if we have a normal exam in an otherwise normal older dog, that for the majority of these pets, the cause is probably going to be age-related hearing loss. However, if I have a certain breed or any doubt or signs of illness that might suggest something other, then I will refer them to a boarded neurologist or even a dermatologist for further evaluation. With that, we conclude the first part of hearing loss in older dogs. To review, hearing loss is common in senior dogs. And in fact, I have never had one that I've owned myself that did not develop it at some point in their senior years. But we still need to be careful and have a veterinary exam if you suspect hearing loss in your older dog. Because as I said, there are a lot of other things that can actually cause it too. So you really need to be, be careful about it and let your vet do a thorough exam and a cytology if they think it's warranted. We lastly reviewed some of the signs that we can see when it comes to hearing loss in older dogs. And what I've done is I created a spreadsheet for you guys or a small PDF on my website underneath free resources. So if you guys wanted to just download that just so you kind of have a copy to look at, you're more than welcome to. I hope that this is helpful and has helped those who have had questions about why hearing loss occurs in older dogs. Next week, we're going to focus on how to best help older dogs with hearing loss, adjust to that loss in hearing. Because for those of us that have experienced this, we know that it can sometimes lead to increased anxiety in our dogs. And I have a few suggestions for how to help these guys in our next episode. 
As always, thank you so much for being here. If you have not done so yet and are interested in getting weekly newsletters on senior dog topics, please head over to my website and subscribe to my weekly newsletter that I send out. The website's www.seniordogrevolution.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave me a review below. Your review and your feedback mean the world to me and help me reach even more pet parents of senior dogs. Until next time, I hope you and your senior dogs have an amazing day.